Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. podcast where we provide all the hooks that you will ever need in your role-playing game. I am Zane C. Weber, and with me today to help bring these hooks to you, I have Tully Grimley and returning Dom Gilfoyle. How are you, everyone? You know, all right. All right? Doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Doing well, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice day. Is it? Good day to be indoors. I agree. Good day to be indoors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Most days in Queensland are a good day to be indoors, I find. Just away from the people more Mm. than anything else, you Mm. know, Queenslanders. Mm. I'm not so sure about Uh, that. Podcast of misanthropes is what we are. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, what we do is we present plot hooks to you. We take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and we will come up with some... uh, Game concepts could be an NPC, could be a setting, could be a magical item or an event, a race, etc. Any of those things. But before we get into that, sorry to jump in on you like this. I'm going to ask you a getting to know you question. Aww. Yeah. So uh, I will preface what we are dealing with today. So the the magic card that we're dealing with is Nature's Law, uh, which seems to have like some sort of dryad or naiad doing something like a ritual on a rock with a rose etc is that a rock i i see a tree stump could be a tree stump that's a tree stump to me yeah it it is a tree stump looks like she's growing a rose out of a dead tree hmm interesting interesting and the word that we have is memorial so uh my getting to know you question is what is the what is your favourite character death story? Spoilers. If you've had one. See, I'm fairly new to role-playing games, so this is... I can tell a near-death story. Sure. <laughs> um, this is actually a, a very recent near-death story of, um, of our barbarian. And uh, we very foolishly decided to split the party. Pro tip, never split the party. Unless it makes for a good story. <laughs> That's fair. This is in our first... Our first session. Well, how else are you meant to learn unless you split the party? <laughs> and nearly die, yes. <laughs> um, and our barbarian and our cleric were having a lovely time with some goblins in a very tight barn. And um, our barbarian was shot through the neck. Um, which That's was very rarely healthy. Fantastic. And uh, it was actually a, an instant death until he realised a turn later that he was... Um, Still alive he was, somehow. He was raging and <laughs> as such um, was strong to uh, to piercing damage. Mm. And so decided he wasn't as dead as he thought he was and came back. Ah, oh, barbarians. Way to wreck the game, everyone. 
A perfectly good character death foiled by foiled. class abilities. Uh, what about you, Dom? Uh, so this is another one which uh, similarly didn't really turn out to be a character death. Uh, this is a campaign from several years ago. It was in 4E, uh, Dungeons & Dragons. And there was one, one party member, uh, Jay, who was kind of... We weren't sure if he was really keen on still being in the campaign. He wasn't turning up sometimes. He left partway through this session. It wasn't that he was having a bad time. He just wasn't that into it. Uh, and I think that, that he'd had some discussion with the with the dungeon master that is just like, this is kind of I'm kind of not super into this character anymore. This uh, this dwarf, uh, I don't even remember paladin or something that he'd been playing for some time. Uh, and we were at the end of a big arc and a big battle was happening and with some vampires and he was just like, look, you can, you can kill off my character to make this more dramatic. But then he had to leave early, so his character... <laughs> so, yeah, so his character was just like, took critical damage uh, as, like, after he was gone and we were just like, is, is this going to be a thing? And he was like, no, this is something that Jay's fine with. So he just... And he just... The DM describes that, you know, uh, as he's falling to his... Um, actually don't remember he did, he did come back as a vampire I don't remember he was killed by vampires anyway uh, he as he was taking this fatal damage he like turned and like pointed up at uh, my mate Jack's character who they had a relation they had like a close relationship and stuff with and just like pointed at him as he as he was falling to like to his knees in his death throes and my mate Jack is just like very somber just uh, yeah um, I look eyes with him and uh I give a black power salute, and we're all just like, um, uh, um <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, yep, all right, uh, yep. So that's the solo, that's the somber story of how that character died. <laughs> Suddenly, I don't know if that's that ruined it or just made it really weird. But See, yeah, that's all what I happened. can imagine is the end of Terminator Two. Yeah, except, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, not quite. Um, yeah, almost, almost, almost. Got there. Swing yeah. and a miss. All right, well, shall we get into it? Uh, so, Nature's Law, uh, who has who has a pledge that they want to um, throw at us? I do actually have a pledge, pretty relevant to what you've just brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is something that you could bring in in the case of a character death. I'm looking specifically at a druid. If you have a druid's character death, and you find their will, and in their will it specifies their sacred grounds. So, you journey back to the sacred grounds... And you meet with a dryad who has sensed this death. Mm-hmm. And she asks you to bury your fallen comrade under a tree. So you, ha- you have to take their, their remains. Take their remains back. back to their sacred grounds. Okay. Yep. Easy. Uh, Dom? Uh, mine is uh, an enchanted forest uh, where it's each tree and each like shrub and everything is connected to one another like in a quantum entanglement sort of level but magic uh, and when you uh, when you cut down one, when one of the trees is cut down and it's like chopped up to make into like a, a ship or a table or something it remains connected to the the other parts of the tree like the individual planks are connected to other planks that were taken from that tree but also the other trees in that forest, whatever they get like logged and taken into, there's a connection between them on some sort of le- level where you, yeah, they are they are connected across however far apart they are. Awesome. Okay, so some sort of magical interconnection of all wood taken from this enchanted yeah. forest. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with this um woman as uh, as an NPC. So she is some sort of dryad-like creature that is rumoured to wander the forest 
uh, and the surrounding villages and what have you, when they inter their their dead, um, there is always a chance that some sort of remembrance of them will come out of the forest. So that could be um, perhaps a tree with their face in it that can talk in their voice or... Uh, perhaps a, an, an awakened creature that has their memories, something like that. And this NPC is said to be the, uh, the, the instigator of that particular effect. So the surrounding, the surrounding people will inter their dead there, hoping for this blessing of the forest. So I guess I'll give her a name. Her name will be Yancy. There we go as I made up a random name and that is what I'm sticking with even though now I hate it yeah I've said it. that's just that's just the, the name Yancey but pronounced wrong Yancey's a real name her name is Yancey <laughs> Shira there we go Shira oh, that's totally oh, oh, totally that's original, original yeah, and never been done before <laughs> yep. uh, please don't sue please don't sue no please sue come at us <laughs> Uh, we could really use the publicity. Yeah, so. That'd be great. <laughs> Please. So. Uh, so, which pledge do we want to build on first? Do we want to build on the uh, in- entangled wood? Oh, good one. That's better. Well, th- damn it! That's <laughs> so much better than my name. For it. Yeah, that's good. I I like the entangled wood. Um, actually, I was recently, and this is sort of tying into how we could make this very version non-specific, mm. um, or branch out into different settings. Branch As- out. <laughs> <sighs> I, I hate oh. you yeah. with, a, with a deep and fiery passion. <laughs> Excellent. Um, has anyone has anyone seen Star Trek Discovery? I yes. watched the first season. Yeah. I've just become, begun watching, and this has reminded me of the Spore Drive. Yeah, right. Right. Which, okay, yeah. Mate, for, for those who are listening and who have either not seen it and don't intend to see it or just don't mind spoilers, um, if you do mind spoilers, skip ahead now. Skip ahead. Um, Three minutes. Three minutes. It's a Good farewell girl. to vamp. Um, <laughs> so essentially, what you know, what happens with this spore drive is um, rather than run their warp drive on fuel, they instead run on a series of interconnected fungal spores that exist on another plane, um, and it allows them to essentially drop out of existence in one area and appear in another. And um, this kind of gives the idea for the enchanted wood to be transferable into a sci-fi setting. I think. Yeah, a, a similar yeah. concept. You don't, so, see, you don't see wood enough in sci-fi. Mm. I like, I like just natural stuff. It's all metal. Yeah. So maybe so the that there's some sort of either like ritual or spell or or something that people can tap into to transport themselves from one iteration of this wood to another iteration. Yeah, of this from wood. from planet to planet with a similar species of forest. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, just like the same, yeah, the, the trees themselves, like as a species, it's not necessarily this one forest, it's a species of tree that are connected to one another. Mm. Exactly, and it creates so a genus. Do you think that this is something that is fostered by people, or is it just like a random occurrence that someone is going to discover? Or, like, do you think this is... I think the way I'm seeing it is it would have naturally occurred in one area and was was taken yeah. and moved. Propaga- propagated it by, was propagated a by or something, yeah. A civilization who may well be long gone and this is this is forgotten now. Yeah. And this is something that is to be discovered by the players or by people that the players come across. Right. Okay. Well I think we can leave that for the prestige. Um, all right. Well so that's uh, I, 
What what was your name for it? Um, just I, I didn't come up with a name for it. It was just the Enchanted Wood, but the Entangled Wood is much better. I like that a lot. I do too for something I just came up with because it was two words that you had said. It's clever. <laughs> um, yes, Yangtze Shira. Uh, I'm very clever, thank you very much. I'm clever and creative, thanks. <laughs> Yancy Shira. I stand by it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's growing on me. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, all right, well, shall we go to, to, to yours, uh, Tully? Absolutely. Um, so do you have any ideas, or Dom, do you have any, any progression? Just remind me, like, what were the details of yours again? I'm so sorry. Um, so... When a character has died, yep. um, specifically a druid, is bring them back to yep. their, their sacred ground and yep. come across a dryad who, who says uh, that this is their ritual to bury them under this tree. Yeah, right. So obviously, like, that's to do with their druidic circle. Mm. So something to do with that. But I, I'm kind of latching on to the idea that it was a secret until they died and now mm. they're trusting these people outside of the druidic circle to... Yep transport them back so I kind of want to know why it's a secret yeah. is it guarded by the circle this feels like the like the beginning of a bigger quest sort of thing mm. it's just like oh yeah take my take my ashes to the top of this mountain and then other shit just keeps happening and happening and happening it's like, it feels like something that really starts off it's just like oh this mm. is just a this is just a, a thing we'll do and then you get wrapped up in something much bigger well if I can link back to something in our original stimulus image here mm. um so we, we meet the druidic circle and they are not fond of having outsiders there. They've, they've accepted you into their, their grounds because you are holding one of their dead um, but you are on very, very cold terms with them. Yeah. And they take the yeah. body and they inter it in the forest under the tree and from it springs flowers, bright red flowers with thorns. And these dru- the druidic circle is intent on keeping you away from this. And that, that's something that a lot of D&D role-playing Why characters Why do they want to keep like, me away from I'm, these flowers? I'm, I'm going to get those flowers I'm now. I'm going to get them and I'm going to smell them. I, <laughs> I've never wanted anything as much as I want those flowers I've just discovered exist. <laughs> yeah, this All is right. the cookies on the top shelf. Mm. This is You can't have this, so you want it. So basically, you've come to say goodbye to your friend who has passed and now you're being excluded from this memorial from their burial rites yeah. so is there is there something more, is there something more going on maybe cuz like it, it 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 could be that like players will be respectful of just like oh this is part of the ritual is there is there an indication maybe that there's something sinister to it or something like i would definitely say there's something sinister to yeah. it i've got an idea for the um for the prestige that i'm going to hold on okay. to until we get to okay. that but um yeah, there's definitely something else going on with this. Mm. So I kind of like the idea that these red flowers sprout and, like, you get a, get sight of them, but you're not allowed near them. And then, like, if you're camping somewhere, you'll wake up and then there's just, like, this sole red flower next to your head or something. Mm, yeah. To kind oh, of... like that. Yeah. Dragging you back there. Just, or that you're... Something maybe, is reaching out to or, you. Or, or that you're spreading it unwittingly. Or maybe, maybe yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like a weed more than a... Yeah. Okay, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll for yeah. um, And so the forest that maybe brings people back in some way? Yeah, yeah. So this NPC is... She, she has spoken to people. She saved people from the forest. She seems very friendly, um, but also very aloof, as is the nature of forest spirits. Um, 
do you either of you have any ideas on on how to progress from just this kind of uh, people asking for the blessings of the forest to remember their loved ones, uh, maybe taking that to a different place? In a setting, um, could you place this within or just external to a major event? Just say uh, a city has been destroyed or there's disease going through a camp. Mm. Uh, place this adjacent to that large event where you suddenly have more dead than they can handle. Mm. Right. Maybe there's been like a war or something fought mm. just adjacent to the to the forest. Something that never happens in role-playing games. Never. Never. It never ever happens. Oh, that's crazy. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely place everywhere in Dungeons & Dragons or any other role-playing game. Uh, okay, and so what does that... Does that cause some sort of problem for the people being remembered or for the NPC herself? So I, I, I like the idea that it's that it's happening really quite close by. Like maybe up till now people have just been like, oh, they, they, they inter their dead and then they come to this forest or something like that. Mm. But instead, because it's just, it's so nearby, they bring, they're bringing the bodies, just like wagons full of bodies to this, to this forest and like they're starting to rot and it's causing... It's 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 hurting the forest, maybe. Right. Okay. Yeah. And like, you can have uh, gone. Sorry, just like in just like maybe like just like a, a fungal infestation or something could could start to choke the forest a little bit or something like that. Is kind of where I'm thinking. Okay. I like that. I was thinking if our NPC. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today genuinely has everyone's best interest at heart, wants to be interring these, these dead, wants to be performing this right, but just can't keep up yeah. um, with all the with everything that's happening. And so that does that mean that when she tries to these these corrupted bodies or these bodies who have been left too long, something bad happens? Something wicked happens to these maybe they rise up as this like hard thorn creature infested Zombie or like a strangler fig, perhaps. Okay, uh, a corrupted half plant that feeds off those already interred. Mm. Yes, and she she still thinks that that's just part of the thing, so she will defend them, but they're causing problems, perhaps. And that is perhaps where our team mm. starts to figure out that something needs to happen. Okay, all right. So we have we have Yancy Shira. God. Yeah, we kind of we can't we were kind of focusing on the uh, yeah on the forest a little bit. We 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 forgot to remind everyone that the name of the dryad is Yancy Shira. I really don't want to write that down, but I'm going to have to. Uh, so Yancy Shira, she um, she's responsible for interring the dead of the surrounding uh, of of the of the civilizations surrounding the forest. But there's been a war, and there are too many dead for her to take care of in a timely fashion. And after they have been Decompose the ritual she she uh, performs brings them back as half plant sort of monsters that she insists need to be protected, but that are in fact a huge problem for these surrounding areas. Then we have uh, the entangled wood, 
being used to transport possibly yeah like possibly. As, as, a, as a way yes. and like that's one use for it could be that yeah you can use it as a portal which is kind of a extension of there's already a spell i believe where you like dru- druids can travel yes. from trees to yeah, trees. Yeah. yeah i believe they need to be living yeah. trees yeah um and and then we have the uh the rose or, or the or the red bloom um mm. that has uh part of the ritual right that you are being kept away from but somehow being somehow dragged into. back into all right where do we want which which prestige you said you had a prestige mm. in mind for your i do have a prestige in mind this is sort of the prestige is almost Another hook that you can bring in. Mm-hmm. Um, and are we happy to go go ahead with this? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh well, let's say it, and we'll, we'll uh, like I have an idea as well. So oh, maybe fantastic. my idea will be better, and we'll definitely go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was thinking, we have these red thorned flowers that you are being kept away from, mm. and this is being put together by the druidic circle in a in an attempt to bring the druid back to nature, but. Our, our ever-greedy player characters decide to come and inspect this flower, and one touches the thorns, and with blood, it blossoms into a half-creation of a mimicry of the original druid, one that begins to rampage at its pain of being there. <laughs> okay, so... And please have your original, your original player... <laughs> Play the NPC. <laughs> yes, good. The super-powered Rose NPC. Um, so does the Druid Circle know of this? The Druid Circle knows that this is what would happen if if we were to be there. If blood is if drawn, blood by, is by, drawn by those thorns. And that is why they keep you away. Why don't they tell? Yeah, the, why, why the wouldn't they that? tell them? Why would they keep well, that? This seems very useful knowledge. I, I would say that within the Druidic Circle, perhaps they know something bad is going to happen. They don't know. They've successfully kept people away this yeah, far. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that anyone in their circle has ever left before and made other other alliances who have come forward. Um, they maybe thought it was just a religious, a spiritual thing rather than this is going to have definite real-world consequences. Mm. See, I was thinking that uh, along the same lines that this red bloom is some sort of portent to to the druidic circle so this kind of signifies that something is going to happen that when when a member of theirs dies and is interred and it has this uh red bloom that something is going to befall like it's an omen like a comet in the sky or something yeah, that's exactly where my mind went to and so they're they're trying to keep everyone away so that no one else knows what so there's some so they sort can of contain this well there, there's some sort of forbidden yeah. knowledge that if only they know of it, then they can make the best of it. But if other people ah. know, so maybe this red bloom is of another of a of a giant flood coming, or of uh, a meteor strike. Or I, I like that the keeping it to themselves sort of idea, though, because like it's it's a rose bush. You could you could tr- you could take a cutting and leave with it and yeah, plant it yeah. somewhere else, and maybe that has un- unforeseen consequences as well. Right, yeah. So maybe, maybe this is something that wants to spread yeah. to maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it is, if it's going to like call down some sort of disaster, maybe if it is spread, then the disaster will be widespread. Wider spread. Yeah. That's excellent. See, I, I just had the thought to potentially flip that on its head, and this is a protective 
is a protective portent. Right. And it is something that the more it spreads, the less potent it becomes. Right, and so the druids want to keep it all there. Because that's to protect the original druidic circle. And of course the players. Of course the players take advantage of this. We've got, we've got free protective flowers. Of course we're going to take them and, and, and use them. And have them fall into the hands of an NPC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So what about the Entangled Wood? How are we going to twist that uh, in the Prestige? So we've got... Well, <laughs> Tully was very big, excited. Big bo- like, whoa, body language from Tully there. Wow. Um, so I think we've been focusing on like the teleportation um, potential of this. I think that there's... There is more that you can do with it. Like, you could... I think maybe people only think of it as being for purposes of transportation and travel, but um, more as more and more is discovered about these these trees, um, I think they could have more potential. Like, you, you do something to one of them and it happens to the other, like that sort of, like, entanglement oh, aspect right. of it. Or maybe the memory of what one piece of this tree has been made into is present in all the other ones so it can be reshaped like oh this this was no, these trees were shaped into a, a sailing ship uh here's a table made of one of those trees and we do a ritual and now it's a ship that sort of thing like there's kind of a memory stored and interconnected between all of the different bits of uh, bits uh yeah examples of these trees maybe i yeah. love that mm. so I, I along similar lines <clears throat> i was thinking that perhaps in in one sort of node of this network of entanglement, uh, a, a person dies while in contact, and they're like their lifeblood seeps mm. into it, and that kind of creates sentience throughout the network. And what happens when this network suddenly is deciding what happens and when and who? Network becomes sentient. Yeah, well, mm. I guess or sentient people inside it. So yeah, it yeah. So, like, it, it can decide to, if someone tries to transport through it, it can decide, well, no, I need your information, so I'm just going to keep you in here. This is the beginnings of a very, like, a thousand years from now, this is a this is a sci-fi, like, mega-villain sort of thing. Yeah, this is yeah, the, yeah. This, is, this the pro- is the origin. This is the proto-molecule from The Expanse, <laughs> but it's wood. See, I yes. think I, I had an idea as well um, to do with whenever you use this wood, whenever you are in contact... It's seemingly fantastic, right? It's miraculous. You've never seen anything like mm. it. But the more you use it, you start to get flashes of other people using it, and you are becoming similarly entangled to the wood. Right. Right. To so the too, point using where... Using it too much. Using it too much, and so, somebody, uh, a mal- um, malevolent force, comes to damage the wood, and you similarly are damaged. Yeah, right. mm. And you are tasked with protecting the wood for your own protection. And so, therefore, you, you're lent on a chase where they're, they're going other places to damage it, and so you have to follow them to through stop the them wood, from doing and becoming more and more entangled. Mm, a big thing for a DM that would want to, or just anyone who would want to use this, would be the scale to which these trees, how widespread this wood is, I think, would be a big thing to decide. It's like, is this a civilization wide thing? Is this multi civilization? Is this a circle of druids who have this thing? It'd be like really interesting. It'd be very different depending on the scale of how much yeah. is being used. I think is it is something that you could definitely scale down to say that there is, if there is just two nodes, like between two yeah. two kingdoms who are who are allies, and then suddenly the they alliance breaks, and what happens 
how do they harness that power or again civilization spanning it's day-to-day use that you go to this this tree and you You go to the tree to go to the well to gather water yeah yeah Mm. and what happens when it is literally that ubiquitous it is it's really it's really interesting I think you can do a lot with that. So, but I'll, I, I'm, I don't have a, a strong opinion either way. I think all all three could yeah, be part yeah. of it. I think um, they could all be the same in, in yeah. the one uh, piece of plot. It's, yeah, yeah, it's borderline more like a concept, which I think you can you can kind of take, yeah, take and leave the bits that you think for your one setting. But yeah, they all definitely could coexist in the same thing. It's just what comes up in the situation you put it in. Mm. You could expand that to be the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, uh, what about the the corruption of, of this of my my pledge? Uh, we have have the war that has happened, and the the these corrupted bodies have been raised as half creatures that are being protected by the same NPC that you've been relying on to memorialize your dead. So, is the I think the interesting question there is is this is the dryad is it a dryad at the center or just like i'm gonna say yeah yeah. dryad so is the dryad also corrupted by it Uh, because like it's it seems like the dryad should be protecting the natural order but this seems this seems unnatural or is it just well i think i think like there are there are pretty parts of the natural order and there are dark parts of the natural order and i think uh i think uh what did i call it yancey shira Yancy How Shira. could you possibly I, forget Yancy uh, I sent you an alternative name, actually. Um, rather than Yancy, Yanthi? Yanthi Shivra. Shivra. Sure. Yeah. No, uh, say it with like a Welsh accent and saying, like, hello, the name's Yancy Shira. It's, it's very sure. pretty now, yeah. That one. Uh, so I think she is, like, she protects the wolves as much as she protect, protects the bunny rabbits. And part of protecting the wolves is letting them eat the bunny rabbits every now and then. Um, so... Like maybe she becomes a bit of a what what was kind of a blessing from the forest is now a little bit of a curse. So people just didn't understand what was actually happening. So they thought that she was being a benevolent help to them, but no, she was just doing her thing, and it happened to be good for them. And now it's bad for them, and that she's going. No, I, I, nothing has changed. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of like when they were helping her by interring their dead and letting her bless them if they deserved it rather than just carrying cartloads of dead into the forest and tipping them over and waiting for her to yeah. do her business, that taking for granted has yeah. kind of backfired against them. Oh. Mm. Um, it's just like in real life. Guys. Just like in oh. real life. Uh, Taking advantage <laughs> of Mother Earth and now she's fighting back. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's that's what has happened in the turn. What do we want to happen in the prestige? Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to think where it could go from there. Uh, just like whether maybe it spreads now. We like we coming. We're coming back to similar themes, I think, but not in a bad way between could, these ones. Could we use this to test how our players actually go about a challenge like this? It is a moral Have there challenge. Be yeah. The moral challenge of we could just attack this dryad, and in that case, essentially destroy the essence of of the forest. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. we could talk to the village and make them see right and have them inter their own dead on the land and have that be a way to um, to bring back the balance. Mm, yeah. um, or we could try and um, change the wood ourselves rather than facing the dryad. Well, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, there is... If these creatures are attacking, 
um, then I guess it's a matter of like how you deal with that on a small level. But then when you realize that it's this NPC that has brought these things back, maybe you could, one, one route would be to negotiate with them to say, as long as they don't leave the forest, the tree line, then they can do whatever they want. Or if we, and if they do, then we will take care of them and inter them back in the forests so that you're not losing anything. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't really seem like much of a prestige. Like when I first thought of this and then Dom brought up the entangled wood, I was like, is my NPC making an entangled wood? Is that what she's like, doing? Depending on how far it spreads, who knows? Yeah, you know? yeah. So could we in turn start harnessing this forest and rather than if we've got these dark sort of creatures that are coming from this internment, could we do a, do a deal with them? Have them protect the the city in in return for more dead as they've been been given? Yeah, well, I think uh, so. I think the prestige here is that is the negotiation that you get to have mm. is that uh, these things aren't entirely evil, um, but they're also not entirely good. There's a certain rule that they will follow. Uh, so there's yeah, there's also potential for to have the different parts of this cycle kind of uh, be explored. You could have them come to the forest when it's really nice and pristine, or you could have them come a hundred years after it's gone to shit and no one even yeah. remembers that things used to be good. You could, like, it's kind of a, a long, a long term, a long time scale sort of event mm-hmm. that you could, you could kind of make choices about when it is that the adventurers arrive. Yeah, and then what has happened could be far history that yeah. they have to try and uncover. Yeah. Uncover what happened. Yeah. They have the opportunity to bring it back. Yeah, because well, as far as they know, as soon as that war ended, the forest started attacking, mm. and no one knows why. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, I think so. So there we have it. We have Yancy Shira. We have the Entangled Wood. And what did we end up? I think the Red Bloom was. I think. The, uh, uh, I think the War of the Roses is. <laughs> I like the War of the Roses. The yeah. War of the Roses. So there we go. So if you want to use any of those in your game, feel free to do so. Uh, we are released under a Creative Commons license, so you can use these ideas, but please don't replicate or change them in any way and give us credit if you do in any public forum. Uh, so thank you very much, Tully. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dom. Thank you. And we'll catch you all next time. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.